The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Touchdown or turnover, back by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong, better rates and better service. Our number one was brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. And Hiller is happy, happy to be giving away some cool things during the holiday season. HappyHiller.com. You can get a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or a $500 gift card when you purchase a new whole home generator. Hiller also wants to make sure that every child experiences the joy of Christmas and they are donating $50 to Toys for Tots every time someone purchases a tankless water heater. Also, they are giving away $250 gift cards with each unit. That is Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Happy you will be or the service is free. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Touchdown to Turnover is backed by Alcoa 10 Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. Seven thirty game, South Alabama. You okay, Ben? No. <laughs> South Alabama. Why can't we just play it at noon and get it over with? Why can't we play it at eight a.m. and get it over with? I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Touchdown turnover. Aaron Willis will play more snaps against South Alabama at linebacker than he than he has all season. Long, the freshman linebacker um, from the D.C. area. Do we see Aaron Willis? What's up, my Willis? Do we see him at linebacker? More snaps this week against South Alabama than we have all season long. Touchdown or turnover? I say so. I say, I say touchdown. Why not? It's South Alabama. Now, to avoid South Alabama putting up points in the way that Sanford did, I'd personally rather have Solon Page in there. Solon Page isn't going to get beat the way that he did against Georgia and some of these other big games nope. against South Alabama. He'll, nope. he'll play well against the South Alabamas. He, he played well against Tennessee Tech earlier this year, played well against Bowling Green. Th- this is his type of football game. So... I, I do think you'll see Aaron Willis more. You should. I, I think it'll be a, a mistake on the coaching staff's part if if he does not play more than he has all year. I, I think all of the youngsters should play quite a bit this week. It's it's time to start looking towards next season. It's South Alabama and Vanderbilt. You You still make sure that you don't give the game away, but I think this is a golden opportunity before – the 15 bowl practices to see kind of what you got in some guys and, and some youngsters. So Aaron Willis is one of those guys that should absolutely play.
play this weekend and just see what you've got. And the only way you're going to build trust in a guy is by throwing him out there and learning what he can do, seeing what he can do, what he can't do. So I say touchdown. Yeah, I'm saying touchdown too. Josh Heupel uh, yesterday during his media availability um, you know, spoke about you know, some of the linebackers that were beat up and, and hurt. And, you know, this week he mentioned Nick Humphrey, who's a walk-on linebacker. Uh, when he first got here, and then Aaron Willis, the freshman linebacker, uh, he says are a couple guys that will continue to compete and possibly take more reps. So uh, I want to see what Aaron Willis has to do. This is a good week for him. He's had the bye week. He's had all season long to get used to the new system, get used to being a um, student athlete, a linebacker at this level. Of course, he had the – unfortunate start to his career but that's in the rearview mirror but it did hinder I think his development at the beginning but I want to see him play I want to see him play so I am going touchdown on that one all right Ben Nelson says you guys may have already touched on this but but is the report tie on sitting the rest of the season to prepare for the draft true Nelson do I need to buy you a watch the show starts at seven Nelson we already talked about it, Nelson. All right? Just kidding. <laughs> we we talked about it, but we weren't asked that direct question. I, I don't know about him sitting out to prepare for the draft, but I would be surprised if he plays again this season. Yeah. I mean, he's hurt. He needs to rest anyway. Correct. I, so it doesn't matter how you want to word it. Right. Like, he needs to rest. His ankle is is not healthy. Well, I do think there is a significant difference between not being able to play the rest of the year because you're hurt and not being able to play the rest of the year because you are sitting out the the final three games to to rest up for the draft. I do think there's a difference. There's a difference, but it doesn't matter if he's still if he's hurt. Like if you hurt, it doesn't matter what your reason is for sitting out. Like you you can say you're sitting out for get ready for the NFL draft, but you still hurt. Like, you need to sit out anyways. Mm-hmm. So, last week when we were playing – well, two weeks ago when we were playing against Kentucky, he didn't finish the game. He was limping. You're not going to just go from limping to not being able to finish the game to the next week being healthy. Like, he needs time, especially if it's high ankle sprain, which I don't know if it is or not. But I would, I would, I would think it maybe is because it's been bothering him this long which still makes me wonder why the hell was I playing. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out why was I playing. God, leave Anyways, so like this thing has been bothering him for weeks and weeks and weeks. He needs to sit out anyways. So he can tell people that he's sitting out because of the getting ready for the NFL draft to make it sound good. Or, listen, he may be doing that. It don't really matter. He still has to rest. He still has to rest. He's not ready to play. Riley Vall says, guess I'll drop Tyon in fantasy. They're doing college fantasy now? Yeah, I'm in the SEC fantasy football league. So you're rooting for Bama players? Uh, I was rooting for Jaleel Billingsley to do well. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was my starting tight end. Oh, man. My, my quarterback, I forgot who my starting quarterback You better not say Stetson Bennett. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Miles Brennan. Oh, my Until gosh. Until he got hurt. That's terrible. Terrible luck, right? So you lost. No. You know why? You know who my backup quarterback was? Uh, Hold on. Matt Corral? Uh-uh. No. Bryce Young? Uh-uh. 
Ooh, Nick, Nick, uh, Will Rogers? No. Hendo Cinco. All the other quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, have been drafted. And I took Hendon Hooker, and he's been my quarterback all year. Worked out well for me and him. Big Orange, one, two, three, trying to be like some of these old coaches at Tennessee, saying, rest Hooker so he can't pad his stats. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. That's dirty. Hendon, we're going to have to put you in quarantine. <laughs> you were a close contact. You of dirty man, you, you were too close to Ben Roethlisberger and Mika Fitzpatrick. You must sit out this weekend. Dirty, because you know, I mean, his stat line against South Alabama, and if you think about it, he's probably. Do you think he'll play more? What do you think the the quarterback snaps will look like this weekend? Now that Harrison Bailey's no longer here, I mean, do you think Hendon would would play more than? He typically would in this type of football game because there's only two quarterbacks, or do you think that they'll they'll get Joe in, allow him to get a lot of game reps, and then maybe even get one of the walk-ons in, Gaston Moore? I don't think we see a third quarterback in this, in this football game. Should Tennessee put in a third quarterback? What if you have to go to a third quarterback at some point? I, hopefully you don't. Right. Um, that means everyone's healthy, but I think you let him do his thing for mm-hmm. as long as possible and – and then you give the ball to Joe and let him do his thing. But the offense and the defense got to take care of the business first to even get to that point. You can't be fiddle-farting around and playing with your food. Uh, you got to go ahead and you got to go eat. You got to take care of business. And you do that and you give you give Joe the whole fourth quarter to do his thing. That's what, that's what I envision. The whole fourth quarter? I say the whole second half. Man, we ain't going to beat nobody down like that in the first. It's south. Alabama. We did beat Mizzou like that. Yes. And, and, and here, here's my thought process on, on that comment is that if, if Tennessee is not beating down South Alabama, it's not going to be because of the offense. It's going to be because the defense is just absolutely having a miserable day. It, it will, it'll kind of be like the – Charleston Southern or uh, the Sanford Florida game over the weekend. Yeah, maybe. To where offense is putting up a ton of points, but the defense just can't stop it. Oh, we got it. Vol Mississippi says Georgia gave Hooker the stomach bug. That's the story. I'm that's that's the story we can believe. Yeah. yeah the flu. Because Georgia was out there passing around bubble guts, man. Their, their players was, was all sick and stuff, man. I wonder if any of our players got the stomach bug for real. You know who else? Besides, I, besides Hooker, you know who else I uh, drafted late on my SEC fantasy football team? I didn't know this was a thing. I'm not trying to copy off a paper, man. Well, you looked at it. I can't see that far. You are old. What you got? Cedric Tillman. Oh, that's a good pickup. My, but you know, I don't know because Tillman is not playing against Alabama, Georgia, so he only has his best games against the best competition. So he might catch two passes this weekend. <laughs> My my team is Hendon Hooker at quarterback, Tank Bigsby at running back, uh, Cedric Tillman at receiver, Jaden Wally from Mississippi State, my my other receiver, Jaleel Billingsley, tight end. <laughs> He's the only uh, Bama player I have. I don't have any Georgia players. I don't have any Florida players. I do have a Kentucky player. My backup tight end is a Kentucky player. They're, they're tight end, Justin Rigg. My stupid kicker towards ACL in practice yesterday. I do have the Kentucky defense as my defense. 
Oh, no wonder you was riding Kentucky the way you were all season. <laughs> Come on, that Kentucky defense. <laughs> Come on, Stoops. Coach up that defense. Oh, man. Tillman has not had less than 50 yards since the Florida game. He's been awesome, man. Yeah. It, it it'll it'll be really fun to I learn I learn how to do that homework from you, Ben. I'm I'm glad you can finally do some homework. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one doing homework uh, around here. It'll be really fun to watch him and Hooker play next year if if both of them come back, which as of today I would think that they would. Yeah, I think they both need to come back. But that's just my opinion. It's just so weird because it, in this type of offense, it's it's hard to tell how a guy is going to translate to the next level. Yeah. I, I mean, Hendon has some questions to answer, man, about, you know, does does his game translate to the NFL level? And what he was asked to do it here, can't, here at Tennessee, can he do it in the NFL? These are all questions that Justin Fields had to answer um, during his pre-draft process and the reason why, you know, he dropped a little bit in the draft. And – Playing the quarterback position, you got to be able to you know, answer some tough questions. Um, when you look at Trey Lance, you know his game um, there at the college level. There's questions about his game translating. He had to answer a whole lot of questions before the 49ers felt comfortable drafting him high. So those are the same questions that Hendo will have to answer. Nelson says that Cooper was puking on the sideline Saturday. But he continued to play. Damn, that's a fast acting virus right there. Georgia got Cooper sick in the first ten minutes of the game. But but see Hendon, he was around Cooper, you know. They they even went under center for a play on the double pass. I didn't I didn't even realize they went under center until I went back in and watched the game. Went under center, so the the throw to who's the fan threw the ball. Yeah, Prince of Fan threw it. Well that and Backwards lateral, mm-hmm. so you can throw the football since you're under center and fence behind you. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can you can throw it downfield after the lateral. I didn't even realize they went under center, but he went under center, and that's where he caught the bug from Cooper when he went under center in that situation. So there's there's no need to play him. Let, let's allow Joe to go ball out. <laughs> allow Joe to put on some film for these other schools. You know, the stats ain't really matter about him leaving a stand, right? Just saying. 865-255-03. Hour two is coming up. Well, hour, hour two is, you know, we've been in hour two, but the rest of hour two is coming up. And hour two is now, now brought to you by Action 247. Local, legal, sportsbook. 21 and up, Tennessee only. Right now, you can use the Swain Event promo code at the deposit page. And this is for new customers only. 100% match on your first deposit up to $400. So you deposit $400, they will do a 100% match on your first deposit. That is the special right now. For the Swain Event listeners, if you like to get your bet known, do that with Action 247. Keep it right here in Tennessee. Tennessee's only legal sports book. 865 255 03. 
Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. 
Sweet Event, SweetEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Man, looking at some of the early, early games, well, some of the games for this weekend, early in the week. This is the worst week of college football every single year. The week before rivalry week, the week before the final week. This is, and then more so in the SEC, this is the week that everybody plays their last non-conference game. And it's just like, nobody wants to watch a non-conference game against South Alabama this weekend. Like, those are September games when everybody's feeling football. Can, can we watch actual football this weekend? I mean, we get, we get um, I mean, SEC, I understand there may not be a lot of uh, excitement, but you got Michigan State, Ohio State. Both teams are one-loss teams. That'll be fun. And this is for a little bit of a, um advantage in their division in the Big Ten. Um, you got Michigan State, you got Ohio State, and you have Michigan all with one loss. And Michigan still plays Ohio State. Ohio State plays Michigan State this, this weekend. But just from a betting standpoint, uh, as we have partnered with um, Action 247, Tennessee TN Action 247 on Twitter, uh, you can use the promo code Swain Event, and it is good for new customers only right now. Uh, using that code will get you 100% match on your first deposit up to $400. But as we look at some of the spreads earlier, uh, early in the week here, dude, Michigan State, Ohio State. Ohio State's favored by 19 and a half points right now. Feels like a lot. 19 and a half points. Ohio State is favored by. So that's something to watch. I mean, I'm jumping all over that Michigan State um, to cover on that one. Um, another one that stands out is... C.J. Stroud is balling right now. Yeah, but 19 and a half points. That's a lot against a good Mich- Michigan State team. That's a lot, man. Um, another one I'm looking at is Wake Forest Clemson. Clemson is favored by three and a half. Give me Wake. Yeah. That's a good one to look at. Wake and NC State played a really nice football game this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Oregon and Utah. Utah is favored by three at home against Oregon. So Oregon already has one loss. Trying to make the playoffs still. Exactly. So now Utah is a physical football team that will slap you all across your head. And so I think that's what Vegas is looking at is, all right, you have a contrast in styles and, you know, Oregon has not bowled well against that in the past. But that's something to look at, man. Utah's favored by three points at home against Oregon. Uh, Auburn, South Carolina, the over-under is at 47-and-a-half. You have Auburn playing a backup quarterback in T.J. Finley. South Carolina's on their third quarterback. So that's something to look at um, just early in the week. So if you are a betting person, look at that. Now, over the weekend – as I was you know, talking back and forth with uh, Action 247 late last week, I shared with them, the way I like to do things is I want to experience, if I can, our, our advertisers' services and products. So that way I can be a product of the product and not just tell y'all to support our sponsors, but actually do it myself so I can ex- you know, get experience. So I created a account with Action 247, and 
I put in some bets this weekend. Hey, your boy was doing his thing. I'll just say that. Oh, I know you. You texted me Sunday night bragging about it. Hey, hey. So out of eight bets, I won six. Out of eight bets, I won six. And then last night, I kind of split. Uh, I took the under on the 49ers. Rams game. I took the Rams to cover. I did not see that result coming. No, I did not either. Um, but um, it was really, really, really easy to maneuver. You can download their app, Action 247, put in all your bets. And so I did that. And um, man, had a good weekend. Had a good weekend. So uh, in the second hour here on the program, man, we'll talk, we'll talk betting. I know we've had a lot of people reach out and want us to, want us to do that. So we will do that. Um, right quick, some of the lines I'm looking at in the NFL, uh, Tampa Bay is favored by 11 and a half against the New York Giants. Tampa Bay is coming off um, two losses. Their defense is being exposed, being talked about. Uh, they're playing against a uh, New York Giants team that offensively just, just cannot find any rhythm, cannot stay healthy. And so this is a good get-right game for the Bucks and they favored by eleven and a half. So it's a lot, yeah. But Tampa Bay should be motivated. And all you need to know is that Jeremy Pruitt is on the other side. Of the line. Correct, correct. So I see a defensive touchdown uh, and play for Tampa Bay, which is why I'm not afraid of this eleven and a half point line. Um, Houston at Tennessee, and Tennessee's favored by ten points. Houston is butt booty. Tennessee has proven that they can continue to to play at a high level even without Derrick Henry. Uh, so I like that one. How about Green Bay, two and a half point favorite versus Minnesota? Hmm. I like that one a lot. Minnesota uh, had a big win over the Chargers. Chargers. Mm-hmm. I still like that. I still like that line um, for for Green Bay on the road. And then how about Buffalo, six and a half point favorite uh, Indy? Um, I I I don't know about six and a half points. I kind of like Indy the cover there. And then um, how about the Saints on the road in Philadelphia? Philadelphia's favored by one and a half points. So, Do you trust? I like the Saints in that one. I do too. I, I don't. That Eagles team. I like the Saints. You, you want to talk about bad football teams. The Eagles team is bad. Yeah, I like the Saints to, to cover that. You know, They play on the road, outside, uh, gave the Titans all they wanted without Alvin Kamara. Let's see if Alvin Kamara comes back. But I like, I like the Saints to cover and win. And that one. And then how about Dallas, Kansas City, man? Kansas City is favorite at home by two and a half points. I like I like Kansas City. I like um against Dallas. It's it's dude, it's outside. It is November. Cowboys have have looked a, a little bit different the last couple of of weeks. Last week yesterday, I mean Sunday, they looked great. They yes. crushed Atlanta. They did. As they should. They lost that game to, was, we lost to Denver. It got blown out by Denver mm-hmm. the week before. I, I'll be curious to, to see the Saints-Eagles game um, because I think the Eagles are a bad team, but it would be hard for me to throw money on the Saints just because of how many injuries they have and, and can you really trust the Saints. Yeah, I feel you. Just something to look at. I thought Marquez Calloway was going to break the hearts of uh, Titans fans, uh, which he kind of did. Saints just didn't get the two-point conversion. Oh, man. It was close, but Titans doing doing some work right now, man. Right now, the best team in the AFC. Um, 
we'll see how long they can they can keep it up. Okay, going to the text box. Touchdown turnover. Hugh Freeze gets one of these big time openings. LSU, he won't get USC. I don't see that being a fit. TCU is interesting. Washington, I don't see him going to the West Coast. Uh, Virginia Tech seems that's, like a really good fit. That's the one that I circle. Yeah, I like Virginia Tech as a fit. Uh, Miami potentially opening up. I don't like that one. I like that for Lane Kiffin. I like I like my uh, Lane to Miami. I think that would be a perfect fit for Lane. A six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Lane would get in so much trouble at Miami, it wouldn't even be funny. Lane wouldn't last a year because of the trouble he would get into. In Miami, barely survived Boca Raton. They need they need a shot in the arm of energy. They do. Miami program needs that. They need that bravado. They need that, that swagger. Lane has it. And, if you go out and get Lane and Lane does fall flat on his face, how 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 far back does that, that set you even more than you already are? Yeah, but I mean, or or is it just what do you have to lose at this? You can't point? afford to go out and hire another Al Golden. Oh, I'm, I'm with you there. You, you, got, you, you don't think the tie is gonna gonna work anymore mm, at Miami? Mm-mm. The the Al Golden tie. Mm-mm. You need swagger. You need I'm, that visor. I'm with you. I just I can see that one backfiring. Oh yeah, me too. But he's been pretty good at Ole Miss. He's been a good boy. He hasn't done he hasn't done anything publicly. Publicly. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Be right back. While the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks. A Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. 
Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Hey there, Swain Event listeners. I'm excited to share my new Keller Williams Realty app so you can tour homes without leaving yours. Not only can you search for homes in specific areas and neighborhoods, you can also have access to real-time market snapshots on stats like average home price and days on market, plus commute times from your office, school zones, and much more. Download my app today and get the most accurate information on buying, selling, and investing in real estate in your area. Just search for the Keller Williams Realty app and click on more in the lower right-hand corner. Type in Jennifer Morris in the Your Agent search bar, then save and you're set. And as always, feel free to reach out at 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. News for you movie-making, content-creating video superstars. Show your mad skills. And create a video of why it's so important to keep Tennessee litter-free. It's the TSSAA No Trash November Student Video Contest. Sponsored by Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Go to nobodytrashestennessee.com slash TSSAA for details. High school and middle school students can submit their video and receive scholarships and prizes provided by TSSAA. Word, peace out. Is that still a thing? Am I being too cool for the school kids? Just asking. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Yeah, I play. I did a parlay over over the weekend too. Let me log into my account. I'll tell you exactly um, what I did. Parlays are the key to making that money. Yeah, I, I, I'll share. I'll share what I did. I think we we may need to start putting your your picks out there on, on Fridays going into the weekend. See if if the good people trust you. Hey, to bet with you. Jonathan said he already took a four game parlay with some of my picks, so he, he we'll see. So I'm already. Um, under, under the pressure, already. But just that's you told me that that the Saints were going to take care of the Eagles, Wayne. So I did three team parlay. This was uh, I did the uh, over on the Auburn Mississippi game, Mississippi State game. I imagine you hit. I don't know what it was. Oh, but I uh, imagine you hit. Yeah, it was. Uh, the over was fifty one. You loved Mike Leach this weekend. Yeah, Mike Leach, my <laughs> man. I love me some Mike Leach, and it's crazy because like when you bet. 
it changes how you fan. Yep. It changes <laughs> yep. how you fan so much. I also took Wake Forest to uh, beat NC State. So I took them on a two-point spread. And then also took Oregon to win just the straight-up money line. So um, because I was just testing things out, I just risked $10 and walked away with 42 Forty-two sixty-eight. So that was my three-team parlay uh, there. Um, I did a two-team parlay in the NFL, which was the Patriots covering two and a half points, and then the Detroit Lions covering six points. Now, did you pick the Lions because oh. you think the Steelers are a bad team, or because of the Big Ben news? Big Ben news. I, uh, you, you can tweet at Ryan Shumpert on social media. I told him at eleven thirty. Before the Tennessee basketball game on Sunday afternoon, I said, the Steelers are going to lose. <laughs> Big Ben is out. There's already a million other injuries. The forecast is awful. Mark it down now. And the Lions, they're, they're obviously awful. But they've been in like five or six games this year that they should have won. I mean, I, I think of the Ravens game right off the bat a couple weeks ago that they, sh- that they would have won if Justin Tucker doesn't make a miracle field goal. There at the end, they they've been in a lot of games. They should have won on Sunday against the Steelers. They've been in a lot of games this year that they should have won, just haven't been able to pull it out. Yeah, so I, so that's the reason why I took the Lions plus six on there. And I hey, I was root, I was root for the tie or a field goal from either side to win. I didn't. You needed the what was the line? Plus six Lions. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yep. So I, all I care about was. The Lions covering, it just changed the way I totally looked about that game. Now, I wasn't rooting for the, the Steelers to win or lose. I didn't really care until I put in this bet. When I put in the bet, I was like, come on, Steelers, win by five. Or, come on, Lions, let's get this tie in overtime. So, I won that. Um, I um, risked $15 and one fifty three. And here's the last parlay I'll share with you guys, then we'll move on. Uh, a three-team parlay where I had the Lions to cover, I had the Patriots to cover, and beat the beat the Browns. I just thought that the, the Browns, without their top two running backs because of COVID, would put a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield, who was already banged up. He went, he went out, and they got beat down, beat down. And then I took the Buffalo Bills and the money line to win against the Jets. So um, I risked $20 there and won 76 So if you can do the math – your boy came up on over one hundred and fifty dollars. Just you know, just testing out, just testing it out. Now, I'm just sharing with you what I did. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm just telling you what I am doing. I'm not telling you what bets to put in, and um, don't, I don't want folks to be getting mad at me because I told you to do something. I'm just sharing with you what I did and my results. And if you decide that you want to do that, you can. Um, this is a great time to to get locked in with Action Two Four Seven, and use the promo code Swain Event because uh, they will match your deposit, your first deposit, one hundred percent up to four hundred dollars. So, um, all right, let's get to the phones. Let's get to uh, Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's up, Turkey Man? Hey, hey, uh, you talk about Wayne Kiffin, or. What's, what? How's, how is he doing in recruiting March Manning? No, not hot. Uh, they're they're like in the top five, but he's 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 not gonna go there. It's, it's gonna come down to Alabama, Georgia, and Texas. Maybe LSU. 
Well, I, I, I kind of think that uh, that Lane may have his eye on on Florida. I would and if we, I were him, wouldn't you? Well, well, ain't, ain't him and Spurrier big buds? I don't know. Well, I've always heard him talk about him as, you know, and I, I feel like that, that they were from what little bit I know. But what I'm saying is, is Wayne, uh, he has a relationship with his quarterback. You've seen that when he's here with uh, Crompton. I mean, he's, and, a, uh, he's a quarterback guy. He's offensive. Yeah, well, him and, his, him, and his, him and his quarterback are just like best friends. And, uh, you know, he you see them together, it's like a, a peas and carrots, so to speak. But uh, I, I think I think Lane to uh, Florida, I don't think he'll move. The only reason I, I was asking about uh, his uh, relationship with Arch, because of that relationship, and I knew that Cooper, you know, the – Arch's dad, you know, that's where he went, you know, following his dad's footsteps there at Ole Miss. And uh, I didn't know if they had any ties there. That's that's what I was trying to find out because I know the relationship of quarterback uh, seemed to be really important to him, and he's very successful with that. But anyhow, that's all all I got this morning, guys. I just uh, was wondering in recruiting and uh, what the relationship was there, but I – I think uh, Lane's uh, got his eye on Florida, but uh, that's just me. He should. I'll get later, guys. He should. I mean, he should have his eyes on Florida because it'll be a lot easier for him to be successful. There's a brand. Um, I think that I think Florida does the worst job with Jordan. Ugh, that blue and orange is ugly. Ugly. Michigan Jordans, fire. I mean, fire. I like uh... North Carolina's. Obviously, that, that baby blue. Oklahoma is just red and white, or whatever shade of red you want to call it. I think Florida do the they they do the worst job. Now UCLA is Jordan now too. So sissy blues, sissy blue Jordans. I like I like the the throwback unis Florida did. The just kind of the basic mm-hmm. throwback with with. I mean, it was super simple. I thought those looked nice under the Jordan, the ones they did like a year or two ago with the throwback helmet, the UF. The interlocking UF on the side, and it was just like the old school, simple blue jersey. I thought those looked fine I just, compared to the other crap that they pulled out. I just don't know, man. It's that orange and blue, man. It just don't, it just don't look right. It's that with the jump, yeah, man. It, the orange and blue doesn't seem like it goes well together. Yeah, it just, it just, it just don't, it just don't mesh with me. And it, it's, it's that particular blue because I, I think Auburn's blue and orange looks fine, but yeah. it's because it's a navy blue. And not like a, a hot blue. Yeah, like a lighter blue that Florida uses. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Um, Hypo was on The Nation on Sunday. Chris Lowe and Austin Price will be joined by Austin Price here in hour number three. But um, Chris Lowe asked Austin about, Chris Lowe asked Hypo about where do he feel that he has grown as a coach in his first year. Um, here at the end of or approaching the end of November, and, and Hypo pointed to the communication with you know his his coaches, and that is the name of the game. It is communication, 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 and being able to lead a program. So, um, if you miss any part of that, um, I know you guys have it up on VolQuest interview with Josh Hypo on the Nation. So. 
Uh, that was something that I listened to and pointed out. Thought that was pretty pretty cool that Heupel was able to admit his own growth. Uh, yesterday during the press conference, there was a, I guess a, I guess you can call it a weird moment there when uh, Heupel was asked about the fifty fifty ball, and <laughs> I thought you were doing a break. Like Heupel could have helped the reporter out there. He he Heupel knew what what the what the media member was trying to ask, um, but Heupel did not help him one bit. The question was basically, all right, like, what do you tell your quarterback on 50-50 balls? Like, when when do you tell him it's okay to to to, to throw it? You know, even when the guy maybe is 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 covered. And and Heifel uh, Heifel <laughs> knew the question probably could have been asked differently and a little bit easier to understand. But I get I get what your what the um, question was trying to uh, what the guy was trying to ask and. I'll answer it since Hypo didn't want to answer it, and since the question was a little weird, I'll answer it. How do you know to throw it to a guy who's not open? That's the question. The answer is trust. That's the answer. That's the answer. It's trust. And from a technique standpoint, a ball placement standpoint, you want the ball. High. You don't want to underthrow a guy on a 50-50 ball because most of the time the DB is going to have inside position. So you want the ball high. You want it high. If it's a little bit short, that's 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 okay, but you don't want it low and short. You want it high. So that way the receiver has to work back through the DB and possibly pick up a 15-yard penalty. But the real word, the real answer is trust. And that trust is is built and created in the summer. Your job as a wide receiver is to either catch it or not let it be intercepted. Do you want to get on a a quarterback's bad side? Be a receiver and just let the ball be picked off on a 50-50 ball. You won't get any more. You won't get any more, and you will get cussed out by Casey Clawson. That, <laughs> Did this happen to you these or your teammates? No, nah, it ain't happened to me. My freshman year, it was third down and long. He threw up a 50-50 ball for me, and uh, that was my first catch. was over the head, you know, kind of like a sideways diving above the head catch on third down against Marshall, and that was the moment that Casey Clawson trust, trusted me. Yes, I'm in there. I'm in there with the quarterback. So you have to earn that trust. It could be on a play like that. It could be in practice. But the answer is trust. And Hendon trusts Cedric Tillman. There's no doubt about that. He trusts him. So that's why you're seeing those 50-50 balls uh, being thrown, even when Cedric is is, is covered. Because you know that he's going to fight like hell to get the ball and not let it be picked off. 865 Let's get to Middle Tennessee. Rick. Rick, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm working myself. <laughs> we working too, man, and we're doing yeah, well. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I just thought I'd call, call you guys. Just got uh, one comment and one question. Comments on uh, Tillman. And when I watch him, he doesn't look scared nope. at all. Nope. He looks like he, 
is very confident in what he's doing, and he knows he can make the play. And uh, my question is, for both of you, really, why is it that we can't cover the quarterback on these draw plays that they're running or design plays, and they pick up third downs almost every time? Is it talent? Is it scheme? Combination of both. And, and that's all I got today, guys. Appreciate y'all, as always, and go balls. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm 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 pointing the talent. I'm pointing the talent. I mean, there's guys there able to make the play, but they're not making it. They're not making them. They're, they're not, not making close it. to making the play. No, they're not making it. So for more, for me, it's talent. I'm with you. Yeah, like I would go. Yeah, it's one percent. No, no, not that pass game. That scamper by the Georgia quarterback for the touchdown, like that. That that. That wasn't that wasn't scheme. That was our linebackers overrunning the play. Go watch Aaron Beasley on that play. Yeah, totally. And tell me over, that that's coaching. Yeah, he over go, overran it. Go watch Tyler Barron loaf to the football. Come on, Mister Tyler. Can, can can we not loaf against the number one team in the country? Can't have that. You, you, you want to get on the field more? How about we not loaf? Yeah, it, it's a consistent theme with with number nine and. Apologies to uh, single to for me singling him out, but nah, man, it is what it is. It's, it's been an issue all year. This is this. And is, folks wonder why he's not playing more. You ever see Byron Young loafing to the football? You ever see Roman Harrison loafing to the football? Hey, when you played at a place like Tennessee, if you if if your effort is you know if you don't have the right effort and People can tell that your speed is different than everybody else's. It's pretty fair to to single you out. It's pretty fair. That's yeah, pretty fair. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hopefully, you know that is corrected. That is corrected. So, um, fake Tony Basilio says you heard it on the Swain event. Bet your house payment. Now I don't do that now. You gotta be responsible. You gotta be responsible. Uh, Vol in Birmingham says, depending on LSU, who on who LSU hires, they could swing themselves back into a national championship hunt quickly with all the recruits around them in the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. LSU has they've won championships with three different coaches since two thousand and three. I don't think there's another school that can say that. Since 2003, has a team won the championship with multiple coaches? There's not. There's not. So that tells you right there that even Ed Orgeron can win a national championship. You can go from the best of the best Nick Saban to the grass eater in Les Miles to the Ed Orgeron. All three of those guys won a national championship. So you're absolutely right, Vaughn Birmingham. Absolutely right. And Jumbo Fisher – it's tired of y'all asking him questions about him leaving. Just a little bit. He tired of it. He tired of it. Strong denial from Jimbo. Woo! Check out this quote. According to ESPN, Alex Scarbo says uh, that Jimbo Fisher reiterated his plan to remain in Texas A&M despite continued speculation that LSU will have interest in hiring him. 
Fisher said that the Aggies could wind up with the number one ranked recruiting class in college football. And if you were to leave, you ought to say, that's the dumbest human being, and I don't want him to be my coach. Pretty strong. Pretty strong indeed. He says, we're going to recruit an unbelievable class this year, so I'm the dumbest human being on God's earth to recruit all these players to A&M so I can go across over there and go play against them. <laughs> I mean, he got a point. He got a point there, but it's not hard to go, hey, hey, man, Correct. Just, just come on over here to like LSU. That, that point is kind of mute because if, if you leave, all those players aren't going to stay at A&M. If, oh, I mean, you know why they're going to A&M, don't you? Yeah, but they're going under Jimbo. They'll, they'll go get that same bag somewhere else. Some of, the, some of those dudes ain't just, just going just because of Jimbo. Just because of Jimbo. No, but my, they, but they'll go it. elsewhere. Yeah. So, go, some go of those guys will stay. Go look at the other nah, – a couple. But you think Walter's staying at A&M? No. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. I'm going back to the text box. I ain't you can get me in trouble. Great Askew says I just downloaded Action Two Four Seven the Use Wayne event in the promo code box. My wife said, "Oh, great! You got another betting app downloaded." LOL. <laughs> that means you got to win, Greg. And when you win, you got to take gotta, her out. You got to take her out. You got to buy her a necklace. You got to you got to do it right, Greg. Uh, Brad says, will Jawan Mitchell be back next year? I say no. Did he redshirt in his first year at Texas? Did he only play four games this year? These are questions that I have off the top of my head. When did he get hurt? He did not play in four games this year. So did he redshirt at Texas? Does he have well, – well, last year didn't count, so he should have an extra year. Yes, that, the, the extra year will not be an issue for Jawan Mitchell. I just don't see him being a part of the football team next year. Maybe I'm wrong, but as of today, I say that he will not be on the team next year. Hmm. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Why? I mean, there's a need for him. Or maybe that that's... That's on Tennessee's side. Maybe he's not the player they thought he would be. But, I mean, Tennessee is not in no position to be, you know, running off any linebackers or anything. Um, Unless he, that linebacker runs himself off. Yeah. You never know this transfer portal, man. People think the grass is greener on the other side. People think it's better in another place until they get to that place. And they say, oh, my bad. I want to come back. No, maybe it wasn't that great. So, you just never know. I anticipate players in Hypel's first season, and I know the culture is night and day different. I know Hypel has done more with less. But this still is a first-year head coach, and most of the time when we see a first-year head coach, you see departures after the first year. So I'm anticipating that. Hour three coming up. I'm Vince Moore, wide receiver, BFL 1991, and you're listening.